Red Spotters, welcome to the program. I'm your host, Kyle Lira, and today we have a new episode of To the Table with uh, me and Peter Martinez. How are you doing, Peter? I'm alive. That, that's the, the best that we can hope for. <laughs> um, today is To the Table. Uh, for those who don't know what To the Table is, uh, we are uh, two, two people in our uh, yes. group. Give uh, give each other a movie one another has never seen before, mm-hmm. and uh, we pretty much review it. We're pretty much uh, bringing a movie to the table, if you will. Can I say mm-hmm. that is easily the best you have described this show? Well, thank you. Because if we go to past episodes, you're like, okay, there's two of us, maybe three, I don't know. <laughs> Just um, depends on our and mood. Then there's a movie, and then we share it, but there's two movies. Um, so yeah, this is the best you've described <laughs> The nature of the show. Well, thank you. I'm uh, two, 2018, new year, oh, yes. new me. <laughs> I like the new you. Um, Peter gave me Attack the Block. Yes. And I gave Peter uh, So I Married an Axe Murderer. Yes. I am dying to know what you thought <laughs> of uh, So I Married an Axe. Yes. Okay. So, oh, well, why did you give me so? Well, I I thought it's one of my nostalgic uh, uh, comedy movies. Really? That that I grew up with, and I thoroughly enjoyed the movie. Mm-hmm. Like I know that there's like okay, this is gonna go that way, this is gonna go that way, but thoroughly I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the last. This is probably other than the Austin Powers movies and and uh, the Wayne Wayne's World movies. Mm-hmm. That uh, Mike Myers is actually funny in, <laughs> or uh, actually charming in. Um, I you could cu- you can consider Cat in the Hat, but that that's a di- <laughs> that, that's a whole different kind okay. of enjoyability factor all in itself. Mm-hmm. More leaning to the guilty pleasure kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But I thoroughly enjoyed this movie, and so I was like saying, you know what? I wonder what he'll think of. Sorry, married an axe murderer. <laughs> when was the last time you saw it? I saw- no no. When did you first see it? I mean. I saw it at the humble age of eight. Okay. I saw it at the humble age of eight and grew up watching that movie. Mm -hmm. That was my introduction to Mike Myers. Oh, okay. That was my introduction. I'm like, oh, cool. What else is he in? And he played like this uh, spoof on James Bond, and then he did. And that that really set you off. And then I'm like, oh, okay. He's doing James Bond. I know him. He's he's doing the thing. Um, actually, I knew Jane Bond. According I, to the Bond creators, the next Bond's gonna be. Ugh, whatever. Um, <laughs> anyway, I, and then... Much like Mrs. Who. And then I got into, uh, which we'll get to later. Which we'll get to later. <laughs> um, and then we got into, uh, I got into Wayne's World and all that yeah. stuff and enjoyed Wayne's him. Wayne's World's great. And then watched him on SNL and he was, he was also He's captivating funny. in uh, SNL. He hasn't been funny in a while. You don't, you don't like Shrek? Uh, Shrek... Um, Chris Farley would have done what done it better. Really, <laughs> really. Yeah. Have you seen the reels? I have saw s- that one scene that they have on YouTube, where it's the the anim the like storyboard. Yeah. With his voice, mm-hmm. and I guess he was basically done with the film. Mm-hmm. And then they still changed him with. Uh, no, he was seventy five percent done with recording oh, the film until he died. 
Oh, okay. And then all of a sudden they're like, well, shit, we need to, you know, we need to record, you know, the climax of the movie and all that stuff. So they went with, uh, they went with Mike Myers. And that, uh, that, that accent was all him, I guess. Yeah. Because you see in the movie yeah. that he does the Shrek kind of accent in it. So, uh, I talked, I talked enough. Mm-hmm. Peter, tell me what you thought of So I Married an Axe Murder. It was a movie. Oh my god, okay. (laughs) Now, usually when I say that, I say it as a joke, but that's basically my thought on the film. It was a movie. It was a movie. Okay. Um, It's very of the time. (laughs) Definitely. A 90s, like, romantic comedy type film. Um, if I had to describe it, it feels like one of those earlier Adam Sandler films, but without the comedy. Ouch! Because I never laughed once. Okay. And I under, like, it, it, it felt like it was a comedy, like it was directed in that style and the way it was, but it was very, very tame. You know, like, I thought, like, with the wild premises, like, So I Married an Axe Murder, I thought it would be a little bit more out there. Mm-hmm. And even, and even at least with the comedy, especially when it's like, oh, God, they're doing the the comedian plays multiple people, you know, thing. I was like, okay. It, it he, went, he went uh, Nutty Professor on Yeah. <laughs> I was like, at least it'll be a little wild, but it's so tame. And it just kind of exists, and then it ends, and then I I I saw it last night, and I feel like I already forgot half of it. <laughs> okay, okay. Now you know what Alexis means when he says, "I like this movie. I don't want you to watch it." <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's the difference between me and Alexis. I'm like, okay, I could I could see what you thought. You know what? Of it. I was I'm and I'm perfectly okay with you hating. Uh, Wet Hot American Summer. I still love that film. I think it's hilarious. And it's like, okay, different to... And that's the, that's the thing. That's the purpose <laughs> of this program. Yes. That's the purpose of uh, people uh, reviewing movies and talking about movies and all that stuff. It's that, you know, there's differences of opinion. It's like uh, it's like looking at the Mona Lisa. One person could see, uh, could, could see one thing and one person could see another thing. I see a woman's half-smiley. Yeah, you may I, see a dinosaur. Yeah, <laughs> or a purple kangaroo somewhere in the background. You know, it just it just depends on your uh, on your uh, personal taste, really. Um, Can we talk about how Enli this film abrupt? Yeah, I mean abruptly ends. <laughs> yeah, I mean because it's like it's like oh the sister's the killer. Spoilers. <laughs> okay, yeah, um, yeah. I guess that is a pretty big deal. Um, it, it cuts to them in the poetry, which I, it he's was a, really weird. He's a beat poet. I, I understand that was kind of for comedy, but I was like, why is this, is like, is that his job? He's just into the poet scene, but I was like, okay, whatever. But it cuts quickly and it's just like, I love you. Credits. And it was like, oh, Okay. The movie's over. Harriet. Sweet Harriet. <laughs> and then it's like, cliche 90s song. 
roll, you know, scrolls up to City pulling out, and it's like, oh, this is a 90s movie. Um, but it, I was like, wow. Like, they... Because it's like, there's... You would think that it would be interesting to see her reaction to the fact that her sister's a murderer mm-hmm. and killed her three previous husbands. But you don't get that. They don't delve into it at all. <laughs> or at least make the sister into more of a character so it's more interesting when it turns out that she's the, uh, the, the crazy murderer. They sure in the beginning, but then it's like, okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. I, I think it would have been better to make her more of a character. Mm-hmm. I think it's so. I think it's always fun to see Amanda Plummer play a psychopath. <laughs> yeah, I mean she played a, she played a psychopath in a, a Pulp Fiction mm-hmm. and all that. So it's always it's always nice. She has like that cadence when she's like yelling and screaming and all that stuff that I really like. I mean, they have it has all. The, the aspects of an early, like, every, they hit every checklist of an early 90s romantic comedy, mm-hmm. which I actually, I mean, I like most, especially early 90s. Usually when it hits the 2000s, they're a little, there's still some Ten things ones. I hate about you. That one's a very good film. <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> um, if you don't tear up when she's reading her poem... In the class of the... Okay, I'm not getting into it. I'm not getting into it. Tune in next time to, to the two. The, the point is, it's it's like it has, you know, the, the character actors from the 90s. Um, it has the, the music that you usually use. It takes place in the city. And it has all those aerial shots. It has the main, the main comedian... Well, he does a good job. It's like I buy him and, you know, his his issues with commitment or whatever. Um, he, he, he does a fine job. Um, it has the, 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 what's it called? The female... Uh, love interest. Love interest, and especially that kind of actress. Um, it has the comedian playing multiple characters. Why? Because he can. Um, it has all those elements... But I just really felt like they forgot to throw in jokes. There, it has like it. It honestly took like the tamest jokes that would be in other comedy movies, and then they just throw all of the tame ones into this film. Like what? What were like genuinely like really funny things to you in, in the film? I like his beat poetry. Yeah, like, that's, I like his beat it's, poetry. It's okay, but to me, it's like okay, that's what would be like a small, very quick sight gag mm-hmm. in another comedy film because they know it's just a it's just a quick light thing, like barely even a chuckle. But here, it's played for main laughs, and I think that's the issue mm-hmm. because I think of like other, and I know you and Alexis. It's like oh. I'm like, I'm an asshole when it comes to movies, and I need this. But I actually like a lot of movies, and a lot of movies that people would find shitty. Like, I like I like a lot of Adam Sandler movies. I like Big Daddy. and like, Big Daddy's an amazing movie. Like, that's something that it, it, it's, it's similar. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it's in the city. But, like, there's... To me, there's genuinely funny things 
in that movie, like, just small things when the kid's, like, they were, he's playing cards mm-hmm. with Rob Schneider, and he's like, I'm playing, I win. He's like, this is bullshit. Same <laughs> cards every time, and he wins. <laughs> it, it's like... They at least it a, a lot of it's stupid and stuff, but they go for that. Like I'm, I'm, I can go with some stupid humor, but with this, it's like it's very, very laid back, and it's like I think you could go a lot of um, very crazy ways with it's like ah, oh, you married an axe murderer, you can be really silly with it, and it's it's just it's tame, and then it just ends. I there was a really good uh, review by uh, Mr. Roger Ebert. Oh, okay, and, you read Roger <laughs> What did he say? And he said uh, his critique is that uh, there's a really great movie in there buried somewhere in the mm-hmm. movie, mm-hmm. and and I can I, I, I can see that because it, like it's 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 a pretty it's a good premise. Someone who has commitment issues and it's like you think he thinks he's going crazy, like seen this kind of shit, but in reality, there's actually something going and that, on. And that's where I find it most funny, uh, especially towards the, especially towards the end, when a lot the of things, like 15 minutes, when a lot of things are like playing out to where the, you think like legitimately Harriet is the killer. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that right there, like he's like trying to avoid uh, her at all costs and trying to like keep his distance the way that he's going about it very hijinksy but like mm-hmm. funny hijinks to me um I think uh, uh Mike Myers is obviously good in this um uh, you have some uh, Kramer from the Seinfeld yeah that's what Seinfeld I mean it's like there. 90s stunt casting like, yeah they have uh what's his name uh the the dad of Kristen Dunst from Small Soldiers. He plays the guard at um, Rikers Island. So it's like, yeah. Um, But but again, it's like... All the interesting stuff, they just kind of like, breeze by it. Um, Like Ralph. Was that really just her friend that was a girl that was named Ralph? Mm Mm-hmm. So why would she scream her name? I, 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 I okay. <laughs> <laughs> like if that was a big part of the movie, and it was just like, oh, that's Ralph, and I thought that was a misdirection, you know, or at least they would explain it like Ralph was the one that found her first husband's body or something, or no, 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 because she didn't even think they died; she just thought they ran away. So it was I, a joke. <laughs> it, it had a, an okay setup. It's like okay, you establish. It's kind of funny. He's like, she's yelling Ralph in her sleep, like who did, and he's trying to just convince yourself like don't don't let anything get to you. Too. Yeah, and it's like, but then it's just like oh Ralph's a girl. I was like, is it girl? Yeah, and it's just like. Okay. Then what was all that set up for? <laughs> if you're just gonna throw it away like that, like I didn't throw away thing is the point. <laughs> this is the last Jedi of ninety early nineties romantic comedies. This is the last Jedi of early nineties romantic comedies. 
<laughs> no, but then like so it, it was great. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, huh? Um, <laughs> no, but then, like, like all the interesting stuff I thought would have been, like, all the stuff I had questions about. And they didn't need to be answered. They just needed to be, I think, addressed by the characters. Like, I didn't need something huge. It's just a nice payoff with, like, just a confrontation between her and her sister. Mm-hmm. Or just, like, you know, while they're outside the house and the cops are still there, he's talking to her, so she, and she explains, like, like, my husband's disappeared, and it's, 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 and he's like, you know, so, and she's like, so you weren't gonna run away? And he's like, no, I would never run away. You know, it's like, you love, they love, they kiss, they whatever. So it's, like, resolution, you know? Mm-hmm. But it just cuts straight to him at the bar. I love you. Rose Jailbird And it's like it, it feels like the movie wanted to be done More than I did I wanted it to be done And I didn't want it to be done I was just like very are you, are passive you, about it Are you asking for the Zack Snyder extended cut? <laughs> I don't If it includes jokes, yes Oh my god Like even him as his As like the older dad And it's like I was like, okay, they'll do some. It's just like he's just kind of. So you you thought that dad. So the thing is, is that you thought the movie was too subtle. I guess, I guess that's the the word for it. It's I would too- use just passive. Like it didn't. It didn't even try to. I can understand if like you really went for jokes mm-hmm. and like some of them just felt flat, you know? And it's like, oh, like, that was dumb, or that was sort of cringy, or that just wasn't funny. But I guarantee you some of them would have made me laugh, or at least would have been entertaining in a, like, that that's a different time and kind of the way the humor was. Mm-hmm. Like, I always mention this, um, the, the, the comedy film Stuck on You, um, where it's With like the uh, Rory Kinnear and Matt Damon, right? Yeah, where they're stuck. Um, I remember watching it as a kid. I was like, "Oh, that was kind of funny," and then I watched it uh, like a year or two back, and I never realized that at the end, when his brother plays like a love song, like jokingly to be like, "Hey, you know their connection or whatever." Matt Damon just says, like, you, and then uses the F word. And I was like, whoa! And you're like, that was a mainstream, like, whatever word. comedy. It's like, so, it's like Freddy versus Jason, that, that one of the ladies uh, said that this is some serious F word shit. Oh, really? I yeah. Thought, honestly, I've only ever seen that film with the TV edit version, and I don't know why. Um, it just always happened. But I was like, it's it's interesting just in the sense that how quickly times have changed. Mm-hmm. And it's like, as a kid, that didn't even register. But as an adult, like, I was taken aback. Like, you cannot do that, Not today. So it's, 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 it's sort of interesting seeing, like, in the same way you... you but, I mean, um, Mel Brooks, but Mel Brooks, they actually had a point. 
to their more offensive stuff. Yeah, like uh, like Blazing Saddles. Yeah. It was more of like a parody on their, uh, yeah. on their racism. Yeah, and it's like, and whoa, you cannot do this today. No, no, t- absolutely, Blazing Saddles would not be made today, you know. Um, but you, you didn't even get that with this movie. It was just kind of like light, light chuckles when it's... But, like, not for me, but what would be. It's just like, well, I made a goofy face. Okay, let's move on. And it it was just very... It's like one of those things where, like, it's at night and I'm flipping the channels. And it's like, oh, what's this? And then I watch it for a little bit. And then I move on. And then I forget I ever watched it. And it's it's kind of okay. (laughs) I don't hate the movie. So it's kind. Of, so basically, what you're trying to say is that it's kind of okay. It's it's okay. Like it's not. It's not bad. Terrible. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't recommend it to anyone. It's is to me. It's just kind of forgettable. It's like it's like those you know like the, the way it is now. Like there's so many movies that come out in the theaters every year, mm-hmm. and it's like. And then a few years pass, and then you see that, and it's like, oh, yeah, I remember that movie came out. Like, I completely forgot. But it was just kind of forgettable. It was and just, especially for somebody that we do, we watch, like, a shit ton of movies every yeah, year. I, I still... Um, you got... Full disclosure. All your, all your 28 <laughs> movies. I have, like, 28 movies I still need to see for our... Uh, Top ten, 10 list of yeah. the year. Good luck. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. If it's a little, I'm sorry, David. <laughs> if it's a little late, it's yeah, it's my fault. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's just kind of my feelings on the movie. Um, I don't know. <laughs> that's just sorry. Um, but yeah, I don't know what to say. <laughs> so. There's this guy, and he married an axe murderer. <laughs> yeah. So, you know what? Um, when the movie started, I don't know why, but I thought... I had a, I just had assumed that he was going to be the axe murderer. Um, and then when I realized, oh, no, it's the other way around. There's no really point to that comment. That was just a misconception I had. I don't know why I had that. Maybe it's because... I don't know. I don't know. Because it's Mike Myers? Maybe, because I figured, like, he's the lead, so mm-hmm. he would be the axe murderer. But, yeah. Oh. Yeah, but it turns out it's, uh, it's his uh, sister-in-law. But see, the name's kind of misleading, because how do we know that the previous murders were done with an axe? And also, when she does try and kill him, I mean, I guess she uses an axe, but is that her M.O.? It, she's a murderer for sure, but wouldn't a better title be "So I Married a Serial Killer"? But I guess that seems darker. I guess axe murder is more light. Oh well, I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't think that's why. light. I don't think that's <laughs> light. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I I don't understand the reasoning. I guess. I don't know. It's her calling card. Okay. The the axe is the calling card. Okay. But do we know that? Yeah, I remember they were going through the articles. Look, look, look back in the movie. Is it yeah, they were all killed by an axe? Yeah, okay. it's like a, it's like a calling card kind of thing. Oh, okay. it's like her staple. Okay. Yeah. Um. 
So that was So I Married an Axe Murderer. Mm-hmm. Peter. Yes. Why did you make me watch Attack the Block? Uh, Attack okay. the Block. don't, don't. <laughs> it's not because it's British, right? Um... Surprise. Damn you! Damn you! Damn no, you! First of all, it's I thought it was a really good movie. I actually, when I when I first saw it, um, I really enjoyed it. Um, at this point, it's kind of be like a 2013 film, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I don't. I think I saw it like 2014 or something. I don't. But I remember when I saw it, I was like, "Oh wow, this is really great." And it was, to me, it was like a sort of Edgar Wright-esque. And I think it's only, it's because of the the cast and... Well, it's because he gets a partial uh, partial credit in the movie. It's, it, it, it has the, the same feel in that it, it's, it's, it's very, like, English or a section of... Because it, it takes place in London, right? Mm-hmm. So it's very... English and that it's it's a, a group of sort of interesting, funny characters, but do have an emotional arc. That something very weird and crazy and supernatural happens to them, in the same vein as like uh, Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, mm-hmm. and um, At World's End. So it's it's similar in that Cornelia trilogy. The way it's directed isn't similar, but sort of. Everything else um, is, is very similar. I but know. I thought it was really well made. I thought it was it was it, w- it was just a really good film. So I was like, you know who will like this? Someone who likes Doctor Who because the new female Doctor's in it. Someone who likes the Star Wars because Mister John Boyega is in it. And uh, someone who likes the Englishmen because the Englishmen are in it. So well, the, the all these three, people the don't act three. very proper English. <laughs> oh no, they're not the proper English. They're the the more Kingsmen. Uh, it's it's more like gangsta. I don't know. Gangsta gangsta men. <laughs> what's I know there's a phrase for it, but I don't know it. I thought uh, you would know it. I don't know it either. Oh okay. Um. Oh, so what did you think of the movie? I definitely see what you're saying. The mm-hmm. Edgar Wright thing, and the and the guy who directed this movie got writing credit on uh, Hot Fuzz. Okay. So, so uh, I could see the thing. I did my homework, guys. I did my okay. homework. I hope you like that. Um. So, uh, going in, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I know, I know some of these people. I know Nick Frost. Nick Frost mm-hmm. was in the movie. Yeah. I know him. Um, I know, uh, I know Mr. Boyega, mm-hmm. uh, FN2187, and, uh, Finn. we have, uh, we have, uh, Jodie Whittaker, who's now the doctor, and I've, and I've seen her, uh, in a, in a, on a theatrical, uh, live theatrical thing on, uh, on the BBC called Antigone, and I've seen her in that, and that was, uh, that, she was pretty good with that, mm-hmm. she played with another doctor, uh, mm-hmm. which was, uh, Christopher Eccleston, number nine. And uh, that was him uh, with her, and so that was a uh, that was great. I thought he hates being the doctor. No, he was in Antigone, the oh, the thing that I watched. Okay. He was uh, he he co-starred with her, mm. and that was uh, and she was really great in that. So I'm like, okay, I'm getting more of a taste of what 
uh, Jody Jody can do and all that stuff. Um, I really loved it until the point where it got predictable. Okay. Um, the thing is, is that you know I was uh, going in. Immediately, it starts off like a freaking like uh, like seventies, eighties uh, kind of like sci-fi movie where it has the big old font attack the block on it. Yeah, and then it starts in you know in space, and you, you go the thing comes crashing down, and the on all the monsters, and apparently that get, it's like a it's like a mating thing though mm-hmm. between all the aliens. I thought the aliens were interesting. Yeah, they're not like the typical like uh, Klaus Kanner's kind of aliens. They're like, like kind of like wolf kind of mm-hmm. things, like dogs kind of thing with like with like they're like pitch black, pitch black with like spikes and and shit. So I thought that was an interesting design with fluorescent teeth. That was a good design. Mm-hmm. Um, all the acting is really good. I really like the acting. Huh? The guy who got the most chuckles out of me was the was the. Um, was the stoner a zoologist mm-hmm. and he got the most uh, laughs out of me because when he first sees like the beast the beast and uh, the beast is charging at them he's like I'm too high for this shit and like the way he said it like subtly he's like not yelling or screaming like that I think that's like the the proto uh, 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 Olaf because he didn't like scream his lines and he was more subtle with, with if it, it was an American comedy film he would have screamed it uh, but like he was like he was more subtle with his like performance. I mean, it was like holy shit kind of thing. It was more like 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 very subtle, like very reserved. And I don't know. I just found that really funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jody as the as the nurse in training, uh, she she's really good in it. Um, uh, John Boyega, John Boyega is the MVP of the movie, and the way that he performs as uh, as Moses, I think that's his name. And uh, he he plays him, and he's like, he you know he he's been pretty much by a, by himself since he was young. You know mm-hmm. his his uncle uh, is constantly gone, um, so he he has nobody. And for this for him to be the hero at the end, um, it really uh, that's where I'm like okay. And then at the end. And this movie kind of abrupts and uh, abruptly ends too. Um, Do you think so? I think so because uh, <laughs> it's like, oh, listen to them, Moses. They're they're shouting your name after everybody was like Moses, Moses, and doing all that shit. Because he saved the block. Because he saved the block. Yeah, after the, the after the block was attacked. <laughs> they attack the block, but he if saved you will. the block. <laughs> um, and then all of a sudden, it just pans to his face, cut, mm-hmm. and then roll credits. Um, it kind of abrupt, but I, I could see it. Like he finally gets like some recognition for something. He finally feels like he he basically feels uh worth, mm-hmm. and uh, that's where he was trying to do in the beginning of the movie. You know, he went to this this uh, gangster, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, he didn't. He got that worth not by being a gangster, but by being a hero. Yeah, that's the point. And uh, he he was gonna. Uh, he was going to make his worth selling weed, mm-hmm. um, but that didn't be the that wasn't the case. He was actually the hero, um, 
And uh, yeah, I thought a lot of a lot of things worked for me, like the like the visuals, the way that it was shot, like how they would like film the buildings and, and shit like that. Like when you're going into the building, like it would be like up and you're looking at the at the tall, mm-hmm. tall rays and then you would uh, pan into the pan into the building. And that would be there, like there was definitely some interesting, cool shots. And the editing is really, really spot on, really, really, uh, it really flowed well. Mm-hmm. The pacing uh, was mm-hmm. impeccable. I really like the pacing of the movie. However, these are too many positives. However, what is your issue? However, uh-huh. uh, my main issue is that uh-huh. this movie was fucking predictable. Like mm-hmm. I could, okay, I was like, okay, this is the part where this. Have kid- you been spoiled by the Last Jedi? Yes. And the fact that it subverts your expectations. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I, I can't go back. It's a. It was a road. Every film must now subvert your every expectation. Yes. Exactly. Um, like I was like, okay, this is the part where uh, this guy is gonna die. Mm-hmm. He dies. Mm-hmm. Um, or this is the part where the other guy is gonna die. He dies. This is the part where uh, these people are going to be found out. Mm-hmm. They get found out. Um, this is the part of, oh, they crashed that car. Oh, it's the gangster's car. It was the gangster's car. Mm-hmm. Um, like, every single plot, like, point, like, mm-hmm. every single plot point, I was like, okay, this is the part where that's going to happen. That's the part where that's going to happen. And it kind of took me out of it because I'm like, okay, what's well, this is going to happen. What's next? If it didn't like, if it didn't like, okay, this is the part where wait, oh shit, that that really, uh, that really uh, took a turned it on its head. Mm-hmm. I would have been like, okay, this is a great movie, this is a great movie. But however, the the predictability factor of this movie really got to me, mm-hmm. um, and that's where I was like, okay, uh, I could I could deal without this, I could deal without out that, and um, I don't know. Just maybe one more, one more right to make it <laughs> one more Edgar right, if you will, um, to make it less predictable or mm-hmm. to make the flowing of it make it less predictable. Um, I don't know, but uh, it was definitely it was definitely a, a good time. I I'm mm-hmm. a, a, I um, I I would have absolutely loved it if it wasn't for the predictability factor. Um. I haven't seen it in a long time, um, so I I remember gen- generally the film. You know, I did, but it's it's not detailed up here. Um, but I don't remember having that issue at all <laughs> when I saw it. Um, I um, I mean, I guess. Uh, I guess, but to me, it's like I, you could say that for like every superhero movie in the last ten years, the same thing. Mm-hmm. Or like, I don't know. I guess I can understand that, but I kind of don't see it. It's, to me, like, if a movie, and maybe it's because you could also say. Other aspects of the film didn't pick up the slack, but I think a movie can tell you from the very beginning, this is going to happen, this is going to happen, this is going to happen. And then it does exactly that. But if it's a well-made film, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Um, So maybe the other aspects weren't as well-made to you, and and if, if it was 
a little bit of higher quality than it would be better in your eyes. It was a it was a really good movie. Like mm-hmm. I could definitely tell that a lot of like intricacies was made into the the whole SF, especially the cinematography. I really enjoyed the cinematography mm-hmm. of it. Um but uh yeah, the, the, that's the only issue. That's the only mm-hmm. issue. I liked everything around the predictability. I loved everything around <laughs> the predictability. Um but uh yeah, that that like that kind of like okay, I I could I, I get a little bit of this um this this predictability like factor and that that pretty much uh set it for for how I view it. If I were to give it anything, like if I was, if this was like your your mm-hmm. average book report or something like that, I'd yes. give it like a B B. Okay. No, you either love it or you hate it. No, there no. there's a gray there's a gray. There's no such thing as gray. Gray Jedi. You either love something or you hate something. There is do or do not. There is no there's, try. There's uh there's absolute there there's no such thing as absolutes. Only a Sith deals in absolutes. Then sir. you are a Sith, sir. You either love it or you hate it. Um I see I wanna argue but I haven't seen, seen the, the movie film in, a in a long time. And it's like, maybe if I had seen it like a week ago and it's like, I could be like, oh, this, 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 this. But it's like, okay, I guess. But uh, I don't know. I, I feel like that's kind of a weird complaint because I can say that for a shit ton of films where it's like, yeah, everything happened exactly as I thought it was going to be. And uh, that's okay because it was well made, and it's, it's it's it accomplished what it set out to do. Um, but I can also understand where it's like, I would have liked risks, I guess. But I don't, I, mean, I don't know, I don't know. Uh, I guess that's just like your opinion, man. <laughs> uh, isn't that isn't that the whole thing about movie conversation? No, no, screw that. There is my opinion, and then which is fact, and everyone else's opinion, which is an opinion. That's the way it works. Isn't that the same way with Mr. Soto? No, Mr. So- Mr. Soto is all, um he his his opinion is just an opinion. Oh, okay. All right, now we got that cleared, ladies and gentlemen. We have that completely cleared. We got that, uh... That's why The Post was not nominated for Best Picture. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm at least glad you liked it, though. Yeah, I I, I, I was uh, was thoroughly enjoyed, except Mm -hmm. that one aspect of it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, I feel like I've had... uh, bigger much bigger bullshit reasons with films <laughs> than anything else like oh the 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 continuity the the hair was swept to the left in okay. this one scene I, and then the nev- hair was swept never, to the left next I one i never said that i you, never said are you that. sure yes <laughs> if because, i have give me an example because oh, i've never there there, there there was a there was a shoe on that on that foot but then it turns out it was on the other foot this whole time and I've never done that. Oh, the light, the lighting was, <laughs> was that bad. is not me. <laughs> that is somebody else. That is somebody else. Um, but no, 
that's good. I think that's good that you liked it. Mm-hmm. That, that at least that at least makes this to the table. Uh, uh, it's, it's it's not a loss. There's some enjoyment in here. Yeah. Um, I I generally think it's a really good movie. Mm-hmm. I I really like it. Man, same here. Yeah. Same no, you here. don't. You hate it. You hate I, it. Just admit you hate oh it. Oh my god. I I liked you it. I really liked it. it. Oh my god. It. Alright, fuck it, we'll do it live. Um, anyway, that was our, that was this episode of To the Table. Did you like it? Did you like, uh... Or did you hate it? Because there's only, there's only in between. Yeah, there's, there's no there's in, in between. There, you know, you can't be on the fence about anything around here. You have to either like it, I mean, uh, love it, or hate it. Uh, never in between. Uh, so, did you, did you love it? If you didn't love it, uh, send this, uh, send this podcast to your worst enemy. Uh, but if you loved it, you could, uh, subscribe on podcast.com and, uh, and iTunes and keep updated and everything like that. Uh, we have our, uh, daily podcasts mm-hmm. every, every Sunday. Unless Wait, how are they daily? True, right? Okay. Okay. That shows weekly. Kinda, that shows what kind of tight ship we run around. Here. Weekly, mm-hmm. weekly podcasts every su- every Sunday. Spotlight Sundays. You gotta you keep up on rules. Spotlight Sundays. Spotlight Sundays. And then, uh, and then, if you want to see our bright and shining faces, go on YouTube and look up our After Darks, where we review every uh, all the movies that we see in theaters uh, in theaters together. Mm-hmm. And then we come out and we uh, sweat it out in a car and uh, talk about the movie. And uh, yeah, also uh, coming soon, probably next month when. Uh, when the <laughs> when the movie when the movie uh, when the movie list uh, for you decreases yes. in terms of like I gotta view this mm-hmm. uh, next week uh, keep your ears peeled for uh, for your ears only mm-hmm. uh, James Bond podcast where we have first time James Bonder Peter Martinez and we're gonna be going over every single James Bond movie. Um, We'll do we'll do specials when uh, when Peter is feeling lazy and do the Daniel Craig ones, um, but overall. Why? <laughs> but overall, we're gonna be going over uh, every single James Bond uh, every single James Bond movie and getting his first uh, takes on all the on the movies because I have nobody to talk to about.